Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Conservatives love conservatives until they start keeping it real. And we, and we keep it real. This is the award-winning Wayne Dupree Podcast. Our political leaders have been lying to us for years. And no matter what side of the political aisle they're on, we call them out. If it's politics, entertainment, culture, elections, and anything in between, we're talking about it. And we back it up with smarts coming to you straight between the ears this is the award-winning wayne dupree podcast with your host wayne dupree angel fleming and hutch the godfather bailey jr the men in black armed and suspected of robbing at least four or more convenience stores last night during a four-hour crime spree. It all started around 8 p.m. when three men, dressed again, all in black with black face masks, entered a 7-Eleven on Bellflower. The clerk there managing to trigger a silent alarm as he handed over the money, but the suspects were gone when police arrived. Half an hour later, police say they struck again at a 7-Eleven on Cherry Avenue. And then another store clerk, this time at a 7-Eleven on the 8500 block of Alondra and Paramount also called police reporting that three men all in black and all armed with guns had demanded the store's money which he turned over. Fifteen minutes later they returned to Cherry Avenue and held up a Circle K and it wasn't over because 15 minutes later here at the Circle K on Downey Avenue in Bellflower where that surveillance video was shot three men with guns robbed this clerk too. Police say there was one failed attempt at robbing a nearby 7-Eleven on Del Amo and as word spread of the robberies, at least one store clerk, according to police, at a 7-Eleven on Artesia, just walked out of the store, left it open and unattended. Deputies, for some reason, responded and stood guard there until a store rep could show up. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Look, I never understood stupid criminals, man. I mean, if I was going to put it on the line, I would not rob a 7-Eleven. I'd be all in the jewelry store. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's California, right? So they've decriminalized crime up to $100,000, like $99,999. So it's easy to just go and hit up all the convenience stores because convenience stores employees are trained to just yeah, Not but do you, anything. Yeah, but you got to get tired of eating hot dogs and Slurpees. You know, you got to get some return. <laughs> but they're rolling them over cash, right? And like convenience stores tend to be more of a cash-based business than any other retail store these days. So if you need cash, right? If you're a junkie, I mean, as far as I know, drug dealers don't do crypto yet. So you kind of have to get cash still. And um, I'm we, thinking I, that that's we, the motive. We're not telling y'all how to do it <laughs> you know it, it was just funny you know you you got you, you and your boys hanging out on saturday night you're like hey 
is that um is that um Crenshaw and um 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 Smith Street job? Yeah, yeah, man, I got it. I I scoped it. I scoped it. Johnson Street, got it. <laughs> man, I mean, they one right after another, after another, after that. That's but this is Joe got Biden, greedy. huh? Got greedy. Got yeah, man. I mean, look, <laughs> and and then Boo Boo is like, wait a minute. They, they got that store. They got that store. Got that store. Yo, I'm out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, the clerk that just walked out. I'm like, yeah, it's yeah. Like thirteen dollars an hour. I'm out. Yeah. Like, I don't get paid enough for this. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, I'm out. I'm done. I'm moving on. You know. So, yeah. Um, I just, I'm curious. How are criminals getting guns in California? That that to me was the most shocking story. I thought guns weren't allowed in the hands of criminals in California. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, well, you know, gang, gangs and all that, you know. But we're talking about Newsom is talking about doubling taxes, doubling <laughs> taxes for for single payer health care for That's... everybody, including illegals. And you have to claim stolen goods on your taxes now too. That, that too. That too. Mm-hmm. Did you? And somebody will. Somebody yeah. will. Yeah. <laughs> hey, um, can- start with Nancy Pelosi. How much does she steal from us? She should be claiming that on her taxes. Uh, can Chief, we- can you send somebody over, Chief, and help me itemize this? I'm not really sure <laughs> know what the code is. Well, what you got? Some um some artifacts, some art. Yeah. Some art, art. <laughs> <laughs> Something that says Jimmy Hoffa on it. I don't know. <laughs> My grandfather gave it to me. He was an Irish guy. You're a cat. Your accountant get over there and like, is that a Van Gogh? <laughs> That's a Van Gogh. How'd you get that? I don't know. I, look, it fell into my lap. I don't know. Found it. Found it. I found. You know what? My my mom my mom would tell me growing up. She was like, "Okay, have a good time outside." Oh, Wayne, don't find nothing. <laughs> huh? Don't find nothing. You you're not. I found it. Don't find nothing. I had a younger brother, and everybody has somebody like this in their family, man. <laughs> on trash day. You know they go out on a safari on trash day. My brother used to come home 2 o'clock in the morning with a desk on his head. <laughs> I mean, he would he would bring back the damnedest stuff. My, my uncle, my uncle would pull over on the side, would have the kids in the car. He had one of them Volkswagen micro buses. Damn. And we used to go fishing, my cousins and me. And he'd pull right over on the side of the road. He didn't care. He'd either he 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 uh garbage pick or he would he could identify every mushroom on the earth. <laughs> and if he seen some mushrooms growing in somebody's yard and they were the edible kind, oh, we were yeah. pulling over. Oh my gracious. And we were having mushrooms that, that night. Edible kind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I tried to follow in his footsteps, right? But everything I read was like, if you're not a thousand percent sure, do not eat it. Yeah, you'll die. I'm like, I was like the clerk in the 7 Eleven. I'm out. Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. No, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing it. No Actually, I, I grew up with a, a friend um, in elementary school. Her father died foraging for mushrooms and really? thought he thought he was a thousand percent sure. That See? he was picking safe mushrooms wow. and he actually died. Yeah, I didn't I didn't have that confidence, man. I, yeah, I, yeah I, me neither. I just bought a, a, a book. It's not a book. It's like a, a guide. It's in plastic. It's encased in plastic. So you take it outside. 
that has pictures of all the mushrooms. I'm going to give it another shot. But Damn. Okay. Maybe. We'll see. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, um, today, today's show, today's show, I'm going to touch on a couple of things that uh, I see. Well, you know me. I, I like to always look ahead instead of looking where we are right now. Because looking where we are right now, I can't. I we can't fix today, because today is already here. Today, I mean, can't fix it. We can start on fixing tomorrow, but you can't fix today because today is already here. Today's events have already been laid out because of yesterday. I always try to look ahead, especially since I've gotten into politics. I always try to look ahead. You know what? It's almost like when you're driving on the highway, and I don't know about y'all, but I always try to make like three or four moves ahead of what I want to do when I'm on the highway driving between Baltimore and Washington, D.C. Because you, you, you got some crazy people out here. So, you know, you're looking and you're seeing that crazy driver over there, but that guy's been driving slow for about four or five minutes. But I'm in the lane and this guy keeps putting on his brakes. So how do I get – oh, there's an opening right there. Okay, so how, how do I get over there to get through? That's how I look at politics and elections. How do we get over to get through? And going back to 2020, we, we know that a lot of mis we know major things happen in major states. We saw it on TV, we saw it happen in front of our eyes. We saw these things. I'm and I, I'm 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 trying to work it out if if things have been done to fix that because so many people got on social media after that election like I ain't even voting no more I ain't even voting no more. now I'm not saying millions I'm just saying I just saw a lot of people saying you know what I'm done that uh why vote why vote elections are uh, elections can be taken from us why vote for me, from I mean, you know, Martin Luther King's birthday was yesterday. I cherish the ability to vote. I do. I cherish it. I mean, I have a right. I got it. I'm happy to vote. I don't think that people should give up the idea of voting. I think that you need to fix things, but you shouldn't give up your right to vote because of what happened in 2020. So then I guess my question to both of you, maybe you've seen something that, that I haven't. Have things been put in place to fix 2022 and 2024? Can I jump in first? Yeah, go ahead. Hi, everyone. Okay, so um, a couple of things to your point, Wayne, is I have always said, if you don't vote, you don't have a right to bitch. Yeah, right? I've heard that before. Right? You have to have skin in the game. Okay. Right. You have to pay to play. Um, it's not just a right to vote, it is a privilege to right. vote. That's true, too. Um, and you know, as Christians, it's the least we can do to participate in a society that respects one another. It's it's bare minimum, right? And mm -hmm. my second point to that is if we don't all get out and vote every time, even if we think it's stolen, then they can steal it easier. We have to make it hard for them so they show their hand. Right. And I'm not saying vote and then do nothing else. I'm not saying that. Vote okay. is bare minimum of what we should be doing, right? 
And like we spoke about before earlier in the week, they want us to be exhausted. They want us to be distracted. They want us to not even be able to get off the couch and vote this Tuesday. Like, oh gosh, please. But it it's the least we can do considering what our founding fathers did to make sure we're here today. Hutch, I'll turn it to you. There's a couple things. Um, one, if you decide not to vote and you decide uh, to defer politics and not pay attention to politics, you're guaranteeing that you're going to be ruled by your lessers. Mm -hmm. Number one, mm -hmm. uh, anybody like Schumer will get in there. If you don't vote, if you don't pay attention, right. Harry Reid comes to mind, Swalwell. These are scumbags. These are not geniuses at the top of their class. Joe Biden was a dud. He was stupid in college and he was probably stupid the rest of his life, but nobody <laughs> paid attention down in Delaware. And I think some things are going on to fix it. Uh, however, I don't see any changes at the top. In other words, I don't see, even though they keep swearing that in Arizona, they're going to decertify this election. I don't see that happening. Maybe it will. Uh, maybe it won't. But I, I think my strategy would be in some areas, they're going for the low hanging fruit. And that's what I would do. I would go into the counties. And I would get the actual people that actually physically stuffed the ballots in the box. And I'd send them to prison for 10 years unless you tell. Unless you start talking. And I'd get a whole room full of those people. And they'd go to jail if they didn't talk. I think you got to make it more expensive. To your point, Angel. I think you got to make it more expensive than it's worth. And you're not getting Joe Biden. All right. You're not getting any of those top level people. Not until we clean the DOJ out. But you might be able to get some of those county workers. Well, I mean, yeah. And that's the point, Hutch, is if you want a house to fall, you attack its, the, the, its, the bottom, the, bottom, yeah, the foundation. Right, right, Absolutely. Right? And right. so what is our foundation? Our foundation are our communities, right? And we have corrupt attorney generals. Yep. We have yeah. corrupt statewide government. And they make up the monster that is the establishment in the federal government, right? right. It, they support them. They are their foundation. And, you know, we're not saying it for the first time ever on this show. Voter fraud has been in existence <laughs> in Massachusetts, vote. in Illinois, in California. This is where it all started. Beta testing has been here for generations. Yeah. And all you saw in 2020 was the perfect opportunity to roll it out on a global scale, right? And if we didn't vote, we wouldn't know that there was something fishy about that. They had to cheat so bad that it was blatant. And now it's blatant that our system is doing nothing to correct it. And they know it's just a matter of time before the electorate reacts. And you know, the funny thing, yeah, go ahead. The funny thing that I saw was you, you said about the steal was so big. Democrats come out and say, well, if, if it was a bad election, then how come all the down ballots were okay for the Republicans? It's because they had to put in a million fake votes. They didn't have time to mark off any of the down ballots. I know. They only put they, top ballot in. That's that it. was it. It was it was Biden. Boom. Biden. Mm -hmm. Boom. All the rest were blank. Caught on video running the same ballot through multiple yeah. times. <laughs> fixing I mean, those it guys on were camera. Heroes. They were those guys were he heroes. not heroes, but those guys were some working fools. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you should... You should uh, apply yourself to the real world you might get somewhere you know i um i saw that same thing about that decertified 
the 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 decertified starts now. I saw um, Steve Bannon was um, pushing that on Getter, and I was like, "Why in the world is, is he? Um, why is it, what what does he mean?" That's what I was thinking. What does he mean by the certified starts now? Because there's no way that they're overturning the 2020 election. So why is he telling his people that the certification starts now? And the more I thought about it yesterday, I said, oh, okay. I, now, I, I mean, because when you read more into what he is talking about or where it looks like he's going, I said, oh. So he, basically he's saying... Uh, even though President Trump didn't say he's running in 2024, Steve Bannon was basically saying that that rally that happened over the weekend was the beginning of Trump's uh, 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 take back of 2024. So he he he, he hasn't said that he's going to run in 2024. But that was basically the beginning of the campaign to take back in 2022 and 2024. So the Republicans winning, which we, which we knew the Republicans were going to win in 20. Well, actually, y'all have corrected me a couple of times. Don't take anything for granted. But it's getting closer and closer, though. Nine times out of ten, Republicans were going to take 2022. Okay. In the House, I don't know about the Senate. I'm I'm hearing some crazy things about the Senate, but uh, to me, I think what Bannon was saying, the repudiation of 2020 will happen. The decertification of 2020 will happen with 2022 and 2020. Yeah, 2022 is essentially going to be a referendum Basically, on 2020. Right. Right. But It'll here's the thing, It'll like. The mega, the mega hype crew, they are so great at da, 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 and they never drop the beat. Like we're all waiting for it to happen. And it's yeah. just been driving me crazy. I mean, I haven't felt a true victory since 2016, a true victory. And, and, I, and I that, you know what I mean? It. Yeah. And, I mean, and, I, I mean, a full, a full on victory against the establishment, against the media. Against right. Because then it was war from the day after. War from the day after, all the way up through pandemic. Nobody has ever seen living in a world like this before. We are at the top of our game when it comes to medicine, technology, information. And look at us. We're miserable. We're stupid. We're oppressed. Um, and so don't to me, I... That's <laughs> what I don't. Thing, I don't. I'm happy as hell. Sure, I know. I know a lot of people who say they don't participate, but what they're doing is they're drawing tighter border borders around their lives by not participating. You're allowing the walls to just close in a bit more. No, like no, fine, no, I, don't, no, I didn't mean that. I don't go. I, I mean, not you. I go, much, to, but I'm I go to bingo at the fire hall. I didn't mean that. I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm not participating in their fear mongering. Oh no, and I. And I'm not I agree wearing a that. mask for anybody. I yeah. I agree with that. I just know a lot of people who claim to not participate. Well, you're right. And they're yeah. saying, well, I just don't go to dinner anymore. I just don't go to the movies anymore. I just, and that's fine. I'm all I've for seen that too. I've boycotting seen that movies. Too. Yeah. I'm seen all that. for boycotting restaurants and, and establishments that are forcing their political agendas down your throat. But at some point, are we free if we're allowing these rules to draw draw boundaries for us? And, and at the end of the day, what really irritates me about 
the mega influencers, the right wing influencers, these born overnight starlets that did nothing but lose. Boom. They're now telling us like, don't worry, the beat's going to drop any second. Everybody get ready. And it's like, we've, we're tired. Okay, we're tired. You guys keep promising we're going to see justice. We were going to see Hillary in prison. We were going to see heads rolling with Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell. Mm -hmm. Lies, lies, lies. Broken promises from the top down, even including Donald Trump. And at, at what point are we stupid? You know, I remember I remember um, that December uh, in 2016, after he won the election, that December, it was the third week in December, they were interviewing, I think it was Diane Sawyer was interviewing Donald Trump about Hillary Clinton. And it's almost like she was pleading with him not to put her in jail. You know, so so, so you say that you were gonna lock her up. You really you really don't want to do that, do you? I mean, you and the way that he turned it around, he was like, No, you know, she's She's gone through a whole lot, you know, and, you know, we don't want to. I was like, oh, they were family friends for decades. Can't believe that. Yeah, I, I mean, he uh, donated to her campaign over the years. Uh, he it said was, it was uh, t it was uh, what's his daughter's name? Ivanka and and Jared. Uh, Jared. Uh, what's uh, Chelsea? Chelsea. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Chelsea Clinton. What's her last name. Clinton. Oh, Hubble. Yeah. yeah Chelsea Hubble. Yeah. Those those two were best friends. Every time I hear uh, Chelsea, I think about, do you guys remember the time Bill Clinton got busted in New York for buying lingerie? And he said he was buying it for Chelsea. <laughs> oh, that's foul. Oh, my God. I've never really? bought an that? ounce of lingerie oh, for my daughter. Remember that? Oh, my gosh. Anyway, but I mean, that's the thing is these people are sick. They no, are I sick. We don't know how deep it goes. We can only assume all the way because- yeah. Anybody who's shocked and chagrined anymore about what's happening, you're just not paying attention. Right. And God bless you if you're living under a rock and still living blissfully ignorant. But at this point, bare minimum, what we can do is vote. But like, get noisy, get loud, no. get involved in local politics, get involved, start your own podcast, local start yeah. doing your yeah. own citizen yeah. journalism. Like, yeah. let's make it impossible for them to silence us. Yeah, and you, exactly. you guys that are camping out at home. And not going out, get up off your ass, get your hair cut, get a shower, shave, get a get a new shirt, get out there. I, I see you. I see you letting your dog out in the yard. Mm -hmm. You look like a freaking caveman. <laughs> you seen him. I mean, they got the beard out to here. No, go shave that stuff. Get back in the game. I mean it, man. I mean it. You can't just hide and you can't just say, oh, well, all politicians suck, so I quit. You know, that, that's how they win. That really well, that's, win. that's the other side of it, too, right? Like everybody who today, you know, in the past year and a half, maybe two years, suddenly people are like, um, I'm ready to start 1776ing again. All right. So you have you have like stay at home moms ready to 1776 again. Like what we need they is work because they work on those the, M1 tanks. So well. we, need, we need to water the tree of liberty. Like these are all folks, you know what I mean? And I'm not making fun of any patriots out there who are. I, I get it. I get your frustration. But the thing is, is if you follow like um, 
Greg Anderson, is that his name, Grant Anderson, the, the cop that was fired in Seattle for standing up for American civil liberties. People, pages like them, Joe Rogan, those kind of pages, these guys are literally ready. Like they were operators. They know what war looks like. They don't want it to come, but they're ready. And so, I, I mean, I have plenty of friends who, you know, they, they wear like their North Face coats and their Ugg boots and they're ready to 1776. Like, I'm done voting. I'm ready for the next thing. I'm like, you don't even like when you can't get your chicken nuggets in the grocery you know, store. Yeah, exactly. You see these yeah. old veterans. You see these old veterans doing that, right? They're like, yeah, we're ready to, we're ready. on a tree of liberty with blood. It has to be done. 17 hey, man, if you start a civil war, your, your retirement checks ain't coming no more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're gone. You know, you better have some money. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I mean, I I I said this. I said this on the show a couple of months ago, and I mean, m- m- maybe I said it the wrong way, but when people talk of civil war, when they really talk of civil war, I mean, when it when it originally happened, you had the North and the South. You, you knew the line, North and South, brothers, brother against brother, but it was this against that down here we don't have north and south anymore so i'm like <laughs> don't laugh so what are we going to in state battles and and shit i mean uh you know what oh they're fighting in arizona get on the plane let's go on down there you know i, I mean you know well, well a couple of things the revolution will not be televised right that that gets repeated over and over and over again the revolution will not be televised but people are marching to where they wish to fight from as we speak, right? You see people fleeing California and New York like rats off of a sinking ship. They're getting ready. They're hunkering down. They're getting ready. Ready for what, though? Because here's something that I I posit to everyone. If ever America finds itself in a state of civil war, it will be the end of America because our enemies have been waiting for this. They're waiting for us to be distracted and fighting each other then yeah. Mexico can swoop in, China yeah. can swoop in, Russia yeah. can swoop in, the, the European Union, the UN. I mean, everybody's just waiting for us to fall apart so they can just go Black Lives Matter on our resources. Can you see That's what they want to do? Can you see the union? No, the union. Can you see the uh, United Nations coming in to the United States to try to smooth things over? Peacekeeping they efforts. Are. They already have peacekeeping vehicles here. I mean, remember but when Obama signed the authority because, to give them? That's because here? we build. That's because we build them here. Yeah. For them, but yeah. but the thing with the with the UN, they're giving cash vouchers to illegal immigrants to come here. They're already here. Mm-hmm. They, it might not be in a blue helmet, but they're already here. They're they're sending those people in. I I think the the scenario, first of all. You have to look at all of the things that are set up in this country on us right now. And it's really not just us. It's other nations, too, but I don't care about them. But you look at ours and and you look at, for instance, this Voting Rights Act, this Steal the Vote Act. If that Mm -hmm. would pass, and it's only two Democrats away from passing, Cinema and Manchin. If that would pass, you have one less outlet for people like us. You, you take all those people that are talking about watering the tree of liberty and you're pushing them against the wall a little bit farther. You have well, that. And that's the thing, too. Uh, sorry, Hutch, just to jump in on that and I'll let you finish your point. That's fine. Uh, when, when they pass 
acts like this that are unconstitutional, it is the obligation of the Republicans in Congress to take them to the Supreme Court. Take them to the Supreme Court. They're supposed to be doing this. You know, and that's why, again, I've said this before, I wish the vice president was the opposing party because that would be the opposing party is the president of the Senate. Bring it to the Supreme Court when they do stuff like this. It should have happened with Obamacare. It should have happened with the Dream Act. Build back better. I mean, we can go on Patriot Act. We could go on and on. But Hutch, go ahead and finish. I'm sorry. Well, all I was going to say is is when you look at the condition that our country's in, especially conservatives, uh, with with the banks, with interest rates, with inflation, with the COVID tyranny, with calling us domestic terrorists, white supremacists. You know, you were talking about TV commercials uh, on yesterday's show. There's no white people on TV commercials anymore. I mean, you're you're doing this. All these. Well, they things, are, but they're trans. Yeah, <laughs> but the, all everything is set up. When when you look at history, this is these are the things that are set up before countries go into revolution. I'm sorry. I, I won this episode. I won this episode. I got way to fall apart. <laughs> so, I mean, I hope not, but the scenario would be each state, it would be rural versus urban is what mm-hmm. the scenario would be in a civil war, I think, but in the I, United States. I, I think that... But, but, but then, I mean, but you only have, I would say, one-third of America... That would be participating because the other half just don't care. No, no, you're right. And it doesn't well, and take. That's, it, that's how it this only country takes was founded. Three percent. It only takes. Right. You know, that's, that's how, how this country was founded. Three percent. That's right. Three uh, percent. Enough people. You could take out San Francisco with 20 dudes. No problem. You blow the, the Hoover Dam. I mean, there's no. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah. San Francisco. You, you close the interstate. You put IEDs on the interstate so trucks can't get in with food. Not that, water not that we're giving anyone. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's that, all I'm out. That is this military is chat right there. <laughs> that all is a general observation. My, my point is, my point was, it's far from impossible. <clears throat> far from impossible. That, oh that yeah, I mean, but, you look at you look at okay. the Walking Dead. You look oh, at on, the Walking minute, Dead wait, universe. Wait a minute, hold on. When, but when we were over in. Think about it. When we were overseas fighting a war, everybody back here was just driving and, and going to the beach and you know whatever. And I mean, it didn't affect people. It I mean it it doesn't affect. It's only going to affect a few. It's not going to affect the many. You see what I'm saying? Do you agree? You know? but, At the beginning. Here's but when but you here's, when you the number one the primary factor didn't hit us yet and that's when chicken is 75 dollars a leg once that happens then it's then it's shaky well now that's that's different than everything else because that's now, where we're headed though yeah yes because when you when you start first of all we always say when you start messing with people's money but when you really start going a little bit deeper start messing with people's food and the, and the security, the George Soros installing these DAs was not an accident. That was not to get criminals out of jail. That was to destabilize the middle class of America. You got these DAs that let all these killers out. I mean, it's getting dangerous yeah. out there in Philadelphia. Yeah. It's I mean, not, 
Yeah. It's Gotham. They want they want chaos. They want destruction. Yeah. And here here's the they issue. Get rid of us. Here's the issue. Civil war has already started in the United States. It's just we haven't seen it formalized or blood in every street yet, but we've seen it enough. I mean, when you look at history books, you see the time running up to the Civil War. You see the time running up to the Revolutionary War. Looking back in history is 2020, right? So what started the Revolutionary War? Some would say the Boston Massacre. Some would say the Boston Tea Party. Some would yeah, say it started way before that. Yeah. The East yeah. India Trade Trading Company, gun confiscation. Um, you know, And so you look at that, you look at also the Civil War. It doesn't start with the Emancipation Proclamation. It doesn't start there. There's a slow boil all the way up. And if you look at what we're doing right now, the federal government has already named us enemies. Right. And they no, have no, been. Right. They have been for a long time. I mean, you look at, what was it, four or five years ago, West Point came out and said the biggest threat to America was um, the American right. veteran. The American right. veteran who took their oath seriously was considered a threat to America. And this was four years ago and maybe even longer. I think that might've even been Obama years, but they've all, they've been waiting to name us enemies over and over and over again. They hint at it. They whisper at it. They're now investigating. The FBI is investigating moms in school charters for complaining about masks. They have a Gestapo. They have a domestic terror unit. DOJ. Right. But somehow. The DOJ just put, the DOJ just created that comic, that, that group. I was going to say kamikaze group, but um, they just created a group to uh, to target domestic terrorists. And meanwhile, <laughs> you have a British citizen on a visa, even though he has a criminal background, taking yeah. over a synagogue on their Sabbath in the name of Allah. But the they don't have time for him. They don't have time for him. Mm-mm. But they have time to make sure we're all being watched and i bet you and i bet you two to one and i bet you two to one that they already had him on the radar but they did they did did for 10 years 10 years it always it always happens like that just like like the boston marathon bombing just like the shoe bomber the florida time they know it anything that happens in boston they had that islamic center under surveillance yeah Mm -hmm. if you know anything about this war the Islamic Center is the military headquarters. Yep. Yeah. The Florida, you know, the, um, the Florida club bombing that that dude was under yeah. FBI surveillance too. But but they even interviewed him and let him go. Um, the two um, the two people out there in California, they were under surveillance, but they but they never brought him in before they kill people. You know. It, okay. So um, I mean I then. I was watching. I was watching this documentary on a, on a former FBI person. His face was black when they were interviewing him, but but he said after 9-11, the focus of the FBI changed yep. from going after um, uh, certain things, organized crime, organized crime, serial killers, and all that, to a more uh, um, um, in depth place of where they're looking more into Americans' lives. Yeah. Period. For the security of the homeland. Right. We're going well, to monitor chapter, the homeland, but really what they mean is to protect the There was one chapter in between that. 
And that was, it went from George W. Bush, Patriot Act, FBI, everybody in a fusion cell, terrorist, Middle East, kill Middle Eastern people. And then when all that was over, that's when they turned it inside. That's when Obama and Eric Holder turned the whole apparatus in, and and the United States military, yeah, intelligence uh, community. They, they you know, all turned toward us. They were talking about um, how when uh, – I don't know whether they were talking about ramping it down at the end of – Bush in office, but when Obama got in office, just like you said, he ramped it up. I don't know how true this is or whatnot, but they said that Obama was droning people. I mean, he droned that Alokai guy that was an American citizen, but he was an active terrorist. And they, I remember they droned him. Um, and I didn't really care, even though he was a citizen. I mean, he was pretty clear. Did, did I, I'm um, not real big on that title, citizen. Well, that's the thing that the, the left is anti war, they have the highest body count because yeah, exactly. once, they're in, yeah, once yeah. they're in office, they wage political war on their enemies and they use it as a premise of I'm commander in chief, I might as well do it while I can. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying that only Democrats are guilty of that. Hello, George W. Bush. But, um, <laughs> my point is, is the establishment loves being at the helm loves being able to nuke their their enemies, well, not like our those, enemies. They like those bonus checks from Raytheon. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you, know, you, you know, just to go yeah. back, before before we cruise out of this uh, <laughs> sound here, you're talking about history, Angel, and, mm -hmm. and the lead up to the Civil War. Mm -hmm. Listen to this. Think of the Republican Party today. The issue of the day in the 1860s, actually the 1850s, leading up to the 1860s and the Civil War, the issue of the day was slavery. No matter what anybody tells you, that was the issue of the day. That was the, that was the issue of the day in Washington, D.C. And you had the Democrats and the Whigs. And the Whigs had all kinds of Lindsey Grahams in there that said that they were going to subpoena this guy and they were going to get the abolitionists to where they were making progress and they were going to end slavery. And they never did a damn thing. No matter what happened, they didn't vote for the right thing. They didn't do, they were just like the GOP today. Mm -hmm. And then some people like us said, you know what, man, this is BS. Yeah. This slavery is monstrous. Mm -hmm. We got to handle this. And they started the Republican Party in South Park, Pittsburgh, and in Wisconsin. And a few year, years later, they put Abraham Lincoln up and the rest is history. It was because of a feckless conservative party that was a fraud, the Whigs. And, and I, I will say this, all of this is fruition of George Washington's haunting words when he termed limited himself warning against how the party system would destroy the constitutional republic. Yep. Yeah, He warned against it from the beginning. Well, if who you turn party against party, you are usurping the independent voice. You are usurping our declaration of independence and our constitution by overweighing the checks and balances and the three branches of government. Who was the president that um, the department um, where the treasury was uh, created? Oh, I should know that, and I don't. <laughs> because that because that was created um, uh, by an amendment that was never solidified <laughs> during Christmas. During Christmas, when everybody went home, it was when created. The lights then. are out. Yep. yep, it was created then, and 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 then the president. At the time, 
regretted doing it. He was like, mm-hmm. you know, I, you know, I, I made a big mistake, but by that time it already been taken. Randy, um, Randy great. I wanted to um, say something about this because the media has blamed Donald Trump for this for years. Um, and Randy had, Randy says, uh, Donald Trump brought the Obama birth certificate issue to light. Here's, here's the truth about that. Uh, Orly Tatis and another journalist was the one that kept pushing the Obama certificate. Yeah, Orly Tates. Orly Tates. Yeah. And Jerome Kersey. Mm-hmm. Jerome Kersey and Orly Tate. Tate. Yeah. What? Yeah. Her. <laughs> they were the ones that kept pushing this. They were the ones that were getting on TV and bringing all the lawsuits and all that and everything like that. They were the ones. Now, I, thought, I just want to stop, stop you for one second. Hillary Clinton started the birth of yeah, 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 right. Hillary right. Clinton did because she didn't want Obama to be the nominee when her when she was primarying him. Right. So she started that rumor, and then a couple of citizen journalists ran with it. Orly ran Tinkson. with it. Ran yes. with it. They they got on TV. They did all the interviews and stuff, and and that started people questioning when the lawsuits start piling up all Donald Trump did. They, they asked him a question like they usually do. And all he did was, you know what? That's a good question. I wonder. President and, Trump and, demands and, birth certificate information. And they blamed everything on him. Right. Yeah. And that's the thing is like him. Trump, Trump was curious. I, and the thing is, is Trump Trump saw firsthand how Obama's policies were hurting American business. And so oh, yeah. he, just, he just wondered because Hillary, again, Hillary, Donald yeah. Trump was a top donor to Hillary. Friend, right, friend, yeah. So Hillary was concerned constitutionally. Could Obama even run for president? What year was he born? When was Hawaii actually a state? There is some concern there. Never mind all of the other stuff, right? The Barry Satoro stuff and all of that. But Donald Trump <laughs> simply put his money where his mouth is and said, let's let's find out once and for all. And who was it that compelled Obama to release that PDF birth certificate? Let Donald me tell you something. Larry. Let me tell you something about that um, PDF birth certificate, too. <laughs> that I, I was I a graphic, this. I was a graphic designer in the military. No, no, not the military. No, 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 no. I wasn't in the military. I was working for a contractor, a government contractor, as a graphic designer. And I remember that we were working on a specific project. And the the White House released the birth certificate. Mm -hmm. They allow people to download it. So I downloaded it. I just had, and and it's PDF. When I opened it, I thought I was going to open up in Adobe Acrobat. But it opened up in Illustrator. (laughs) It opened up an illustrator. They didn't even save it right. They didn't even lock it. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't lock it. So (laughs) when I open it up, I'm like, layer one, layer two, layer three. Yeah, a birth certificate would be scanned flat. I remember that show, man. (laughs) I remember that show when you came home from work. That was like, (laughs) damn. And heads didn't roll. Heads didn't roll. No. I mean, it was, dude, it was like maybe 40 layers worth. And if you hit each layer, you could see different pieces 
the um, being removed, like dates or signatures and whatnot. And even the background color was there. I was like, this thing was put together. This mm -hmm. this thing was put together, but nobody wants to in hear it. Adobe. In Adobe, right. In Adobe. Right. It wasn't yep. even printed and scanned. I mean, nope. it's so much easier to falsify a certificate if you print it and scan it first. I was like, usually, just like Angel said, usually you mat that thing. You mat it and 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 and, and do a signature thing if you want to to make it genuine. This thing was in layers. It was in layers. You, I mean, I, I mean, come on, y'all. Come on. Come on. And, but, you know, he was like, well, I released it and that should, uh, that should um, solidify everything. No, punk, it don't. We, you know, and it doesn't matter. Like, not, nothing matters. You, you talk about Hillary Clinton. You guys remember Hillary Clinton at the end of the day admitted that she deleted 30,000 emails, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, and, and, and Comey came out and said it to the whole country. She deleted these 30,000 emails while she was secretary of state. They weren't personal emails. They were government emails. Mm -hmm. And there's a U.S. code out there that says whoever having the custody of such record proceeding, map book, document, paper, or other thing, willingly and unlawfully conceals, removes, mutilates, obliterates, falsifies, or destroys the same shall be fined and imprisoned not more than three years or both and shall forfeit his office and be disqualified from holding any office in the United States. Mm -hmm. and, say, unless and nobody it was accidental, unless Brett it was Baird didn't say a word. Nobody said a damn word. Not one Republican mm -hmm. said a word. All mm -hmm. the lawyers that we have in Washington, our, our laws are only for certain people. Right. Yes. Hey, Seth, um, you, uh, it opened an illustrator because it was, no, my default, uh, I'm, I understand what you're talking about. I'm believe me. I'm I'm not complete. I'm not computer illiterate. It's just that I had Illustrator <laughs> open at the time. Okay, I had Illustrator open at the time, and if I mean the adult, I understand what you're talking about. But that's not that's not why I opened up in Illustrator, and I um because Adobe Acrobat doesn't show layers either, like that like Illustrator does. It just opened it up and. Illustrator, and then I saw those layers. So, all right, nerds, segue away from the nerd talk. The fact of the matter remains is no matter what, no matter what, there were numerous people that debunked this certificate because it was in layers. They could remove, there was right. that YouTube video that got taken down where they could, they pull got it taken apart down, right? Piece yep. by piece. Yep. Um, and so, you know, that's just enough to scratch your head because the thing is, is I don't know about you all, but I've lost my birth certificate on numerous occasions. So I'll have to petition back to the city of Boston to send me a new one. And they always send me a notarized certified paper copy. They never send a digital PDF. You always get a paper copy. So if I have a paper copy in my hand and I'm like, fine, by the way, I believe that every candidate for the office of president should be presenting their birth certificate along with their signatures to support the designation on the ballot. But um, because that's the bare minimum, right? Show ID to vote, show your vaccine passport to eat at a restaurant. Sure. You should prove you're an American citizen to run for office. But I digress. If I were doing it, I would disclose to my, my chief of staff here. Here's my paper birth certificate. Can you just scan this 
and send it out to the press for me. It's not, there's no digital copy. There's none. I need to know as we, as we shift and um, before we end the show, I really want to know whose vote is being taken. I really do. I, I really want to know whose vote is being taken. To, uh, I just, I just saw that um, Schumer is uh, Schumer's working on this voting, this voter rights issue thing this week. They are really trying to push this thing. They're trying to attach it to Martin Luther King. And oh, and believe me, if they don't get it down, they're really going to push it next month during Black History Month. But I want to know whose whose voting rights is being taken for them to push this so much because i i mean i know what it's about exactly exactly right right it right it's not about the voting rights it's if you look underneath it's about them trying to take over the federal elections steal the elections yeah because right now as it stands I, i i don't know about every other state but in my state you have to show id to vote i love it i love it um but the fact of the matter it, the fact of the matter remains is who can't vote? Who can't vote? Non-residents can't vote. Non-citizens can't vote. Except in and, New York City. And, now, and yeah. California. Um, 800,000 in New York City, yeah. And felons can't vote. Convicted felons can't vote. Right. Right. Um, so what you have now is they basically want to be free and clear of the shenanigans that happened in 2020. Let's just get it. Get it on record. Get it legal and lawful here on out. Let's get votes however we can, period, dot. That's no the only way we're going to win with our 26%. Right. <laughs> and that's the thing is, can Congress even pass something like this? Because the Constitution already leaves voting procedures to the state legislatures. So they, right now, are messing around with the Constitution. And if I were a Constitution Look at the lawyer, feckless Supreme Court. The Supreme Court would not even see anything where clearly governors and secretaries of state altered rules for voting before the election in 2020. That's unconstitutional, like you just said. It has to come from the legislature. Well, if we we really want to talk unconstitutional, if we really want to go there, the the same-sex marriage situation out in California, the people voted it down. The people voted it down. Same in Massachusetts. They voted it down. Yeah, what did Democrats do? They took it to the Supreme Court. What did what did what did the Supreme Court do? The, they overturned the Constitution. Yeah, and changed the people's vote. Yep. So, so I mean, if that happens, if this just happens to go to the, I mean, let's just say the Democrats get away with doing this. If it goes to the Supreme Court. There's precedent for the Supreme Court to accept this, even though it's against the Constitution. They did with same-sex marriage. They did with um, the 2020 election. In many cases, the Supreme Court, ah, we don't want to hear it. Well, I just want to caveat this with we don't know. So no case presented before the Supreme Court on the 2020 election was heard. So that's the thing is it's not that exactly. they it's not that they ruled against it it's not that they overturned anything they said you either were arguing the improper case law or you you jumped over a circuit 
it's 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 all technicality, right? Because and the thing is, is if I'm a conservative judge, conservative meaning a constitutional purist, if I'm a constitutionally pure judge, I'd want to make sure that they couldn't say down the line that there was impropriety here. So even if I were a strict judge, I would say that. But looking back at how gay marriage was shoved down our throat, abortion was shoved down our throat, you had, you had activist judges on the bench my entire life. I mean, this is the first time. Yeah, this is the first time where we even have an arguable majority of those who lean towards constitutional purity. And they ain't Um, even doing their job, though. They're not even doing their job. Well, we don't know that. We don't know that because we did see that victory last week where they threw out the OSHA mandate for the vaccine. I was shocked that it wasn't unanimous. And a lot of people are saying, well, they they still left it for for healthcare workers. So it's not true justice. Well, hey, this is what the Supreme Court said. Because they accept federal programs like Medicare and Medicaid, they are beholden to it. So it's actually on the hospitals to say, fine, we're not participating in those federal programs anymore. We're going to stop leaning on the government teeth and start caring for our patients and our employees. But they don't. They don't. No, because then you got a guy like Fauci. Fauci will come down and say all that good research programs that you guys have happening over on Fifth Avenue, that's all canceled. Well, and that's the thing is like once the federal government gets their gets their tentacles in you, right? They do it with the Catholic Church, Obama too. Get yep. The Catholic Church, the has, airlines, they yeah. once they get their tentacles in you, they threaten you. They berate you. Yep. So the thing is, is the court said all private businesses should not be beholden to something that, that, that their employees will be exposed to on an everyday basis. OSHA is about occupational safety hazards. So if it's a, if it's if I'm going to get exposed to a cold out in the street just as much as I am behind a cashier desk at a Walmart, there's no hazard. It's common, right? But their argument is is the only reason why OSHA has to enforce this with Medicare and Medicaid is because they're federal programs. But I'm interested to see once the executive order for federal contractors comes up, if then the Supreme Court will rule that it should never should have happened in the first place. I have a feeling Medicare and Medicaid will fall under the same issue as the federal contractors. But my, my point in all of this is saying when we want it done right, we have to play by the rules, right? And anybody who's on the right side of it, we have, we have to hold ourselves to a, a higher standard. And so we can be mad at Supreme Court judges, but we're getting mad at what the mainstream media is telling us, what politicians and, are telling us about. And you're looking judges. at the, the historical development, like like we were talking earlier about the Civil War, right? You, you look at these situations at the Supreme Court that clearly somebody should have looked at something. They shouldn't have just let it go and, and let it out there the way it, the way it uh, occurred. You look before the Civil War, the Supreme Court did the same damn thing. Yeah. The Dred Scott decision, you know, the Missouri Compromise in 1857 that said no African-Americans can be can be citizens. The Missouri Compromise is all null and void. They could have ended. They could have prevented the Civil War right then yeah. if they would have. I mean, maybe not. But, but it's the possible. thing is, is, is because of that, they caused it. And, and exactly. rightfully so. And rightfully so. When courts act up, when courts start legislating from the bench, it's broken. The system it's is hard. broken. And, and, it's right. wrong. And, it's all, and, and, and we've seen that, especially with many of the Obama judges. That's, you know, the Obama judges that that got in and started making their decisions and stuff. When, when you see the Biden judges, the Lindsey yeah, Graham's letting in. Yeah, I mean, 
I was watching them answering questions. Well, not answering questions. They were canned responses, uh, once again, to um, the people in Congress that were asking them, so do you believe in the Constitution? Well, uh, thank you, Senator, for that um, question. And um, uh, the Bengals play tomorrow. Right, right, and you know, if I was to win, uh, if I was to get this, then I would um, rule on this thing. So you're saying that your opinion, you don't have no opinion. Well, thank you for that um, question, Senator. Basically, <laughs> yield to my gentleman. They always deflect. They it's always deflect, it's and they like, know they can get away with it. Exactly. Like, you yeah. got guys like that, that freaking FBI puke, that that Peter Strzok. The way he just embarrassed himself, his agency, and Congress. Did you see him stand up? Yeah. And Vin went I got y'all. And they like all do it with Colonel. impunity. They all do it with impunity. They're yeah. laughing at you. They're making it a circus because they think you are the circus, ladies and gentlemen. I, I, I couldn't believe I see this no rank in Vinman, Lieutenant Colonel. Oh, a yeah. guy that gets the coffee at the office. Yeah. Right? This guy's up there admonishing the president of the United States, his yeah. commander in chief while he's in his uniform. Yeah. And I'm thinking the officer corps is shot. Yeah. He's he officially got, shot and mm -hmm. it's gotten all the way down to Oh fives. It's shot. Yeah. Oh he yeah. Got, he got up there acting like his poop don't stink. The only court martial that came out of Afghanistan was that one unit commander in the Marine Corps who questioned how it got screwed up. So royally they right. punished and dissenters. They and punished a guy, there was a think. captain. There was a special forces captain that got put out. I think he got reinstated, but he got because of Michael Savage, but he got put out for, for, for cold cocking an Afghanistan police chief that had a little boy chained to his bed. Mm. You know, he heard the screams at night of this boy mm. being raped. And the next day he went over and he cracked him and let the boy go. And they, they arrested him and, and threw him out. Mm -hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, we're at the end of another show. That's right. The the time the time goes the time goes by when you really have uh, information that is very valuable, and you have real really dedicated individuals that know what they're talking about and can. I mean, the conversation. I'm sure. I'm sure that y'all. I mean, I, I get messages all the time, but I'm I'm, I'm sure that most of y'all are getting something from this, and I appreciate y'all taking the time out of your busy schedule to watch us okay. uh, Monday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday from twelve to one p.m. Last thoughts for both of you before before we leave. Angel, go. Um. Well, I just want to say, um, have no fear, have no fear. Okay, just. Turn to God, turn to your Lord and Savior. Pray for your family, pray for this country. Prayer is powerful. Prayer is reaching up to heaven and begging it to come to earth in that moment. So do not underestimate the power in prayer. And if you want to see change in the country, you have to start in your own life. Start small, but commit to it. And that's all I got to say. I'll see you tomorrow. God bless. Hutch. Uh, I would just say, ladies and gentlemen, pay attention out there. There's some misinformation that's flowing through the airways, potential misinformation, probably coming from the establishment GOP, maybe uh, saying that Donald Trump is berating Ron DeSantis and talking all it. kinds of stuff. Of yeah. course, there's no sources cited. 
there's nobody, you know, nobody to point to to get an additional follow-up interview or anything like that. So just be leery. I'm not saying that it's definitely not true, but we've been down this road before, folks. Yeah, and 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 you know what? I, I and thank you for bringing it up. I wasn't going to bring it up yet because I've been searching too, just to try to find out. But I appreciate you bringing it up because I backed Donald Trump on. You know, I mean, I even put on Getter. I backed Donald Trump, and he, even if he says something about DeSantis, that's Donald Trump. He's, he he talked about Cruz. He talked about some other people. He talked about everybody that was up on that. Everybody, all the Republicans that were up on that stage, he talked about. Anybody that's close to him or seemingly close or whatnot, he had to put it. He, you got to put him in an arm's distance. Okay. And I mean, he. Ask Gorka and Bannon. That's right. That's <laughs> just the way he is. I mean, I remember when he fired Bannon. I, I got on the show. I was like, Dude, <laughs> stop! <laughs> I know he, he kept hitting Ben. I was like, "Dude, he's and it was like, ten, and it was like ten minutes later, Breitbart dumped him. Like, come on, man! He keeps going after him. Okay, we'll um, we'll talk more on locals. You've been listening to the award-winning Wayne Dupree podcast. Keeping it real. Keeping it real. We hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. We broadcast every Monday through Thursday from noon till one. You can download the podcast on most podcast platforms. And be sure to visit WayneDupree.com to stay up on breaking news, politics, and opinions you can trust. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.